0: Thanks for listening to the Art Tactic Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Green. I can't believe it's already the end of November. The final test of the year for the art market is just around the corner with Art Basel Miami. But it isn't just Art Basel that makes up the fair week in Miami, as there are a few other important fairs serving different parts of the market. One is the Untitled Art Fair. I always say it's the most beautifully located fair in the world, situated on the beach in Miami. You literally have to walk on some sand to get to it. And you can even see the ocean at certain moments when exploring the fair. The fair is generally hosted emerging galleries showing rising artists. This segment of the art market has grown substantially over the last few years, and in this week's episode we preview this year's edition of Untitled with Jeff Lawson, founder of Untitled Art. Untitled occurs this year in Miami from December 5th through the 10th. To buy tickets and learn more, you can visit UntitledArtFairs.com. Thanks so much for downloading and listening. (music) Jeff, thanks so much for joining us. Very much for having me on. I appreciate it. Absolutely. It's our pleasure. So I think to kick things off, a great place to start would be telling us when exactly did you establish Untitled Art, and how different was the Miami art scene then versus what it's like today.
1: So uh, established Untitled in two thousand, in, sorry, yeah, in twenty twelve, and um, the market was different uh, in the sense that it was. And I could be wrong here, but I feel like in some ways th- there were more fairs. There were more sort of small fair type events. Um, and, and going back that far in 2012, I, I actually owned a fair in Miami already called Art Asia. Um, and so I was familiar with the market there a, a little bit and um, saw an opportunity to to launch something different, you know, based on curation, based on architecture. Sure, based on you know this really amazing opportunity to produce the fair on the beach, so you have to have this great location, and um, you know at that point most of the fairs were consolidated in the midtown area. Obviously, Basel's always been in the convention center, and then a lot of the other fairs or ancillary fairs had moved around. And at that point, there was a lot of activity uh, in the uh, Midtown area. And so I saw a a really exciting opportunity to do something new and fresh uh, on the beach on Ocean and 12th.
0: Yeah, I always tell people it's the most beautifully located fair in the world, just there in Miami, right on the water. You can't beat that. And I think you touched on this a little bit, but I feel like Miami has a really nice ecosystem with several fairs occurring throughout the week that I think complement one another. How would you say untitled fits into the Miami Art Fair ecosystem?
1: Oh, well, you know, I that's it's a hard that's a hard question to answer because obviously, you know we are always striving to make it a, a really exciting fair. Um I think in terms of how it fits, you know, we have focused on a, a different several different segments in the market. So we focused on emerging. We focused on mid-career. We focused on sort of underappreciated, undervalued artists. We focused on nonprofit. And we've really focused strongly on programming. So I think that's where, you know, in terms of an all-around fair, an international fair, we've really tried to model ourselves, um, you know, after a, a, a large-scale fair to be able to have as much content as possible and to really have as much programming as we possibly can.
0: And so Untitled does tend to focus on maybe younger galleries or rising artists. Why do you think there's been so much interest in emerging artists from really collectors all over the world? Why do you think it's intensified so much, in particular in the last few years?
1: That's a, that's a good question. And I don't, I mean, so th- this is a an interesting one because on one hand, I am the owner of uh, an art fair. On the other hand, I do um, collect art. and And to your point, I couldn't agree with you more. I mean, the market has really sort of exploded in in that space. Um not just in Miami, just globally to the point where you know this as an advisor and myself as a collector, it's it's challenging to to keep up and see what's going on. There's just there's so much out there. Um and I think one of the reasons is is that the market has just grown, right? So at, consequently, there's more artists coming into the space, there's more artists that are young and creating work. Um, I think, from a collector standpoint, the price points are you know it, they're accessible in, in some instances, not in all, but in some instances. I think those are some of the sort of key
0: points. Yeah, I think you really touched on some of the key reasons, and as a result, we have seen the overall broader collector base for contemporary art really expand extraordinarily across the world in the last few years.
1: It has. If I could jump, if I could jump in there too, I mean, I think one of the things specifically in Miami. Um, and and we, s- we have seen this, you know, in real time firsthand with Untitled is just that, you know, you, you really said it. there, there is a collector base that has really expanded in the last decade, um, which has really helped to drive that segment of the market. And we've really seen it in Miami specifically, you know, as, as, um, as a, as a real, as real evidence that this has happened.
0: It does seem like the art market is experiencing some softening and certainly some uncertainty given the economy as is- well as the geopolitical situations and wars occurring in the world. I think over maybe the last six months or so, many market participants are regularly gauging where things are standing and where things may be heading. How are your exhibitors at Untitled feeling heading into really the final test of the art market for the year?
1: Uh, you know, that's a tough one. I think, um, you know, as art dealers, art, art galleries, um, they tend to be for the most part and have to be, by virtue of, of what they're doing for a living, pretty optimistic people. Um, you know, sort of high risk um people um that are, you know, functioning in, in a in a really sort of um you know, obviously, uh market that isn't necessarily driven by a lot of the same trends that other markets might be driven by. So I think you know it's it's hard you know this year we have 100 I think 63 or 65 galleries from 39 different countries and you get a different ten temp- galleries I mean it's it's certainly there is a certain level um you know when you talk to certain dealers where they haven't had as good a years as they've had in the past and then there are other galleries that are doing well and it's it's a little bit unique this time around I feel like especially coming out of the pandemic where everybody was just so eager to get back out and, and the market was really ready to support everything. So there was this real high that came out of, you know, 2020 in Miami in 2021, carried through 2022, people are starting to settle back into, you know, the reality of, of business and, and, and life and where we are. And so the, the market is certainly, um, it's not quite as robust as it was, say, a year or two years ago. But at the same time, It still feels like it's a a relatively strong market and, and the dealers seem to be pretty optimistic.
0: Yeah, I think in London during the freeze fairs and auctions, there was a lot of uncertainty and some softening that was witnessed. But I think in the New York auctions earlier in November, they were pretty strong. And interestingly, I think if you just read the headlines from the New York auctions, you read that the sales didn't do that well. But that's because the total sales figures are largely weighted towards the performance of just a few... Double or triple digit million dollar artworks, but there are so many art markets within the art market. I mean, I think ninety nine percent of collectors, artists, and galleries don't participate in that market at that price point. But what you did see in New York were strong results for younger artists. So I'm definitely curious to see how things unfold this Miami. I,
1: I, I think that's a really good point too, Adam. I think again, you know, a, a lot of a, a large portion of the segment of our market specifically. Um, again, it, it's there's a lot more players in the market now, but that market is still going, you know, pretty strongly because a there's always the opportunity for discovery. B again, the price points aren't always you know necessarily too high, and and I think those two things really help to continue to move this segment of the market along in a pretty healthy way.
0: So since we do have you here, I did want to ask you about the fact that not a Came out and announced that they would be opening the same day as you. For our listeners that don't know, generally Untitled Miami opens on the first day and opens by itself. And then Art Basel Miami opens the next day. And then Nada opens the day after that. So, how did you feel when Nada announced that they would be opening on the same day as you this year?
1: Well, it's funny because I mean, I would ask you as an art advisor, you know, what your thoughts were. And, and you just sort of answered it as well. I you know I don't understand why they did it. I mean I think the fairs have all worked really well together for a long time and complemented uh, an ecosystem down there where you know we purposely opened earlier than every other fair so as a not to step on people's toes and b to set aside a day that was you know a day for untitled and and historically for the last decade plus it's been we open first then Basel opens and not opens so. I don't know what was why they did it. Um, I don't think it's really taking a look at the market and being respectful of of everybody that's involved. Um, you know, art collectors, art advisors, museum professionals, gallerists, artists, etc. Um, so you know, I, I can't speak to it. I don't I don't know. I mean, we're just gonna continue to do what we do and what we think is best for, for all the people that we work with. But yeah, it's, um, it's a little strange.
0: Yeah, I mean, I've always enjoyed coming into Miami and then that next day going to Untitled and really enjoying the fair and not feeling too stressed because there aren't a bunch of other activities going on in the city. And then after that, I can go to Basel the next day. And then the following day, I can go to Nada. So I really like that routine. I think a lot of others did as well. But with this shift, it's going to sort of mix things up and make things, honestly, a little bit more difficult for people because not as located in Miami and, of course, Untitled is in Miami Beach. So, you know, it isn't exactly easy to get from one to the other.
1: Yeah, what is, I mean, if you don't mind me asking, I mean, really, what is your sort of opinion on it as somebody who does have to really balance your time while you're down there?
0: Yeah, well, of course, it's just speculation, as I don't think they actually came out and explained why they shifted their opening date, and I haven't spoken to them about it, but I think with maybe so much art being available for sale that week, perhaps they felt that if some people go to Nada first instead of last in the week, maybe they'll acquire works there, and there's less likely that scenario where collectors visit Nada on Thursday after having been to Untitled and Basel, and they've already bought a lot of art, and just aren't as likely to acquire work from nada or perhaps they felt too many people weren't even sticking around miami on thursday to even attend the fair i mean i know a lot of people ask me when they're planning their trips what's the ideal number of days to stay in miami for the festivities and some people only go for one or two days but anyways you have untitled coming up shortly can you give us a preview of this year's edition and if there's any programming or curatorially, if you're focusing on something specific in this iteration,
1: absolutely. So, so this year uh, we're doing uh, more performance than we've done in the past. So we're working specifically with 99 Canal, which we're very excited about. Um, we also, uh, you know, have in, in addition to that, we have more prizes than we've ever had. Uh, another really exciting thing that we're, we're, we're working on this year, that we're presenting this year, is three artist residencies. Uh, we have the Next Haven Visiting Artist Prize, the Fountainhead Residency and Artist Prize, and the CCA Andrat X Artist in Residence Prize. Uh, in addition to the prizes, some of the two of the prizes are actual residencies for the artists, which I think is very exciting as well. Um, you know, the, the programming, we have our, our podcasts um, as well, which are, are not... Not as listened to as your podcast, but on the content that we put together in our podcast over the last few years is really exciting. We've really had some great conversations and some really great content. So that's always, to me, a high point also of the fair, which then lives on after the fair, which is really nice.
0: Absolutely. Well, Jeff, thanks so much again for coming on the podcast and helping us preview this year's edition of Untitled, as well as sharing your unique perspective on the art market and the Miami art scene for listeners listeners want to learn more about the Untitled Fair, what's the website they can visit?
1: Untitledartfairs.com.
0: Perfect. Thanks so much again, Jeff, and see you soon in Miami.
1: Oh, thank you, Adam. I appreciate your time. Thanks for having me.